wanted to discuss this quote by Osho, drop the idea of becoming someone, because you're already a masterpiece. But just the, the idea of becoming someone. We, we uh, and, and you may wonder why I'm talking about this. It's um, when you start mindfulness meditation or the practice of meditation, one, one first starts becoming aware of the thoughts that are arising. You realise how much of the thoughts are related to maintaining an identity, a, 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 a perspective, a point of view uh, about yourself, the way that you are. Not just your personality, but it's composed of the impressions of um, you, that you have of yourself and what you think other people's opinions are of you. They all go towards generating an identity, ident, uh, identity, and sometimes uh, this can be a very false identity. And we're all we've all done this, and this happens. Uh, I mean, we we do it every day. It goes unrecognized. But I will give you an example of. Uh, a very clear example of it's uh, when you uh, first go on a date uh, with somebody. You, uh, most people, uh, and I can say this from personal experience, but most people aren't themselves on a first date. They uh, have a false identity. They create a false identity, an identity um, that they think the person that they're dating will like. And bang, that's the start of uh, suffering. And, and if this is maintained for any period of time, I don't think it can be, just because it just does take a lot of effort and energy. The relationship will will be inauthentic. It's without openness and presence. Um, it's all just falsehood. But uh, we, we that's just a, a clear example. We do this uh, as we, we have to do this, I think, to negotiate life uh, to a certain degree, uh, certainly from um, my perspective as a surgical trainee, you see this, uh, you see this all the time with your, uh, well, I'm not a surgical trainee, but when I was a surgical trainee, I saw this with, with, my seniors, with my peers, in myself, creating, trying to create an identity of a, and it's good to have an air of confidence, but I, I, I've seen this, um, people put on an air of bravado, uh, uh, for example, you, you ask a trainee if they're comfortable doing the uh, case on their own, Often there'll be a lot of bravado, but you can sense that deep down inside. Uh, they're not entirely comfortable, but they don't want to portray the image of not having the skills or the confidence to undertake the procedure. Now, fortunately, in this day and age, that kind of unsupervised operating doesn't happen like it used to decades ago in this country. But the bravado still exists and it is very competitive as a surgeon, uh, competing for operative experience was a major thing. And, and it was frustrating in that it seemed 
certainly when I was a, a more junior trainee, it seemed like, uh, as the 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 skilled surgeons who probably didn't need the additional uh, uh, experience were were getting it because of of this bravado that they projected. So one feels as though that is the right way to be. Another example is academia. Uh, I always thought I wanted to do research and it was necessary in my region in London to do research. So it seemed to go hand in hand, but actually doing research, it wasn't as fun as I thought it would be. I did win some prizes and I got a, a reputation, a, a, a temporary, <laughs> temporary, thank you, thankfully, a label as an academic, but publishing, there's some surgeons, some doctors that can just publish one paper a week. And I used to compare myself to them. And I used to beat myself up for not being able to do this. And I tried to do this and and it was so difficult. It's so difficult for me to, to write papers and write books. It's just not me. I just prefer to operate and see patients. But some people, some people are brilliant academics. Some people are brilliant clinicians. The fact is, we're all perfect in, from the perspective of the diversity of life, we're, we're all perfect. Uh, in fact, from the perspective of the wholeness of life, the whole universe would be incomplete without any one of us at this moment. I've found, and, and th- thankfully, uh, now that I'm a, a consultant in, in my field, I can actually be myself more, and, uh, and I, don't re- I, I actually don't <laughs> care what my, my colleagues think of me, just as long as uh, I do my job well, I, I can be myself, and I find myself quoting Rumi to my clinical director, <laughs> Um, he hasn't said anything so far just because you continue to do your job well there's no reason why you can't do your job well whilst being yourself sorry I'm just thinking about (laughs) Um, I'm very lucky to be where I'm working Um, So really, there's just a great joy in, and it's very liberating just being yourself. Um, the, the fact is, we may not have time for a meditation, but the fact is, people aren't aware of the, the mental processes are, that are going on in your mind. They're not aware of that mental image, their, their image of you, if in fact they're actually have one or they're thinking of you because most people will actually be preoccupied lost in their own thoughts to really be concerned about your image or the image that you're projecting and then they may see visible manifestations for example a particular swagger they may just think it's you they won't be aware of the mental processes behind behind the external appearances and all this time, you're not being yourself. You'll recognise this. That, as I said, the greatest example is a first date when you're not when one isn't being themselves. And there's a, a resistance. Uh, 
the, and this is very similar to to when you say an untruth or you're being dishonest. That resistance that you feel, everyone, if they are aware, everyone feels a resistance if they do something dishonest. And by being inauthentic, by not being your true self, it sets up an internal resistance. And over time, it can be a source of great suffering. So just be yourself because, because you're perfect, really, honestly. The end of that quote by Osho is, you have to come to know it to realise it. And and perfect doesn't mean like the most beautiful, the smartest, but just perfect in the whole diversity of of life, how how <laughs> the universe would just fall apart if you weren't there at this moment. It just from the you, you just see this even with twins, beautiful diversities, different personalities were all beautifully unique, and we have to respect ourselves and be ourselves. As the title and the introduction said, it, this is not just meditation, it's, it's mindfulness advice as well. And I appreciate not everyone's going to start a meditation practice, but you can certainly gain experience, um, gain some of the benefits of, of the insights from mindfulness. And, and we, we do this all the time during the day, to a greater or lesser extent. Uh, I mean, I... I I obviously am I'm not giggly and smiley and happy like this in front of patients. I project a, a particular air, which is necessary in my role, but that doesn't set up a resistance. I can... Uh, you can still be yourself and still be professional, you can still uh, express a sense of humour, and patients love that. They love a doctor with a sense of humour. Laughter's the best medicine. I remember reading that in my dad's Reader's Digest when I was about five years old. So true. It doesn't matter how ill somebody is. If you can make them smile, if you can make them laugh, you alleviate that suffering uh, in that moment. But that moment permeates every moment thereafter. Just want um, to just stop for a moment. If you want to close your eyes and just leave all your thoughts aside. Just give your attention to your breath. 
There doesn't need to be any induction to this process of meditation. It often helps with deeper relaxation. If you want to meditate for longer periods. But all you need to do is just stop. And give your attention to your breathing. It should be in through the nose. Feel the air as it passes through the nose. Through the nostrils to the back of your throat. Feel how it makes your chest expand and fall. With every in-breath, and out-breath. Feel how it makes your abdomen tense up like a balloon on the in-breath, and then flatten on the out-breath. Pay close attention, you'll see how the duration of each breath varies. And no, two breaths are the same. can always refer back to your breath and the awareness, the conscious awareness of your breathing. Just for a, a few moments, every hour, today, just give your full attention to breathing just for a few moments, five or so breaths every hour. If you find thoughts coming back in, just let them pass through. Don't hold on to them. Don't label them. Don't create a story out of them. Just let them pass through. They always pass through. Sometimes some thoughts hang around for a little bit longer than usual. But then they'll just disappear. Like the clouds in the windy sky. So they say... Just give your attention to your breathing. In through the nose. And out through the mouth.
Now, I want you to start bringing your attention back to your position in the room, the environment around you, the sights and sounds around you. Give your attention to everything around you. If you want to make a perceptible difference by the end of the day, just I was going to say just try to be yourself, but that is just wrong. You don't need to do try to be yourself. It's effortless. People will appreciate your authenticity. That's certainly my experience and the experience of a lot of uh, my mindfulness counterparts, but all my mindfulness counterparts around the world. I try to be myself as much as I can. And some people will like it, some people won't. That is life and it's not a competition because we're all perfect. So thank you very much for watching and I'll see you tomorrow.